Welcome to another episode of the Water Women Podcast, the podcast all things ocean. I'm your host, Jill. Welcome back to the Water Women Podcast. We have a special treat today on the podcast. We have three guests today. We're here with the Trashy Girls Collectives. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you guys all doing today? Good. We're doing good. good. Yeah. Hanging in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, how about we get a little introduction to each of you? Who is who? What are you guys and what's happening with you guys? Okay. Um, Bess, you want to start? Sure. I'm Bess. Um, I am, like most people from Florida, a non-Florida native. I'm <laughs> 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 myself down here. Um, and I work in transportation for a day job, but, you know, a passion is really being able to be outside, getting involved in my community, and kind of just doing whatever little piece I can to do my part. Nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm Christina. Um, I, as well, am not from Florida. I'm originally from <laughs> so, you know, but... Um, I work in an environmental lab and then I'm finishing up school with a, to get a degree in geoscience so I can do a little bit more with, um, like underwater research and things like that. So, you know, just excited to be almost done there. Nice. I feel that. Um, okay. Well, I'm Kiki. Uh, I also am not from Florida. <laughs> um, I actually just celebrated my three-year anniversary living here a couple days ago. Um, I moved here for scuba diving, for the job of being an instructor. Um, I'm kind of from all over the place. I was born in California, but I've lived like all over the world, have dove and worked all over the world, Australia, Scotland, Philippines, Maine, Honduras. I'm sure I'm forgetting a couple more in there. Um, <laughs> Hawaii. I went to high school in Hawaii. Um, but yeah, I mean, cool. water has pretty much been a part of my life for forever. Uh, I actually almost drowned when I was four years old. Uh, so you know, I, I got swim lessons, which is a whole other debacle. And then, you know, my, my dad made me join the swim team. And then I almost went pro later in life. Um, cool. But I started- when I was 11 years old. We moved to the Philippines when I was 10. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I just, I mean, my main thing living in Florida is I just, we're, we're also all three of us, we're all dog moms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, have, we have one of the dogs with us right now. Um, but, oh, cute. Uh, yeah, we, we all have two dogs. Yeah, yeah we all have, we all have two dogs each. We all want more. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mainly work in, I mean, like my, I'm a scuba diving professional and then, you know, also, you know, we do the trashy girls thing. Uh, try to do as many cleanups as possible. But yeah, I mean, we're both, I mean, all three of us, I think we all help each other with, I think being more sustainable and eco-conscious, just like kind of like throwing back ideas together. So it's nice. Yeah. It's always nice too, to have that kind of like, those people to hold you accountable. Like, you know that people are also relying on you to keep them accountable. So it kind of keeps you accountable for sure. Yeah. It's also nice too, because it's like, you know, I feel like with 
you know, when you're, you, you know, you have to like read the room of who you're talking to, right? Because like you could come across as like way too hippy dippy and like just way, go way over people's heads with it. And we're like, you know, we're having a, a serious conversation about, you know, like reuse, like reusable plastic bags or like, you know, reusable storage bags. And like, you know, we're all getting really nerdy about it <laughs> and like, we all really like it. And then of course, if somebody like walked in on us, they'd be like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I totally get that. So it's Canadian Thanksgiving right now. Like today is like the day that we have everyone's Thanksgiving. Cool. And I was literally just at my Thanksgiving dinner and they, my uncle was like, oh, do you want some turkey? And I was like, no, I don't eat meat because of this, 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 and this. And he's like, so no turkey and I was oh, like yeah okay. no no turkey yeah. so that's a hard pass okay <laughs> yeah and, like I was like I'd be happy to explain to you more why I don't eat meat and like the like, uh like, the environmental uh impacts of it and he was like no that's okay I was like oh, okay <laughs> I'm good <laughs> so you guys are all from very different areas what brought you guys all kind of together in Florida did you know each other before or did you guys find each other while you were there we all met each other through through where I work at the dive center I work at scuba network um Bess and her husband you know they've been diving for years and they were kind of already in tight with uh, one of our main trainers, who's also the owner. And then, so once I became an instructor there, I just kind of adopted them as best friends. And then, <laughs> and then Christina came to us like a year ago, two, two years ago. I don't know. It's, I think it's almost two now, but yeah, she's moved her way up in the diving uh, certifications. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that's how, that's how we all met. Yeah. Cool. And you guys have kind of created this whole Trashy Girls Collective. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what that is? Sure. So, you know, Trashy Girls Collective, I think, is it's kind of, um, it's, it's a little bit different for all three of us, which I think makes it kind of unique. And um, for, for me, it was a way to really kind of get roots within your community. I think it's really important to feel like you're part of the community because in that, without that sense of belonging or um, like kind of that real sense of community, you don't have as strong of a self-responsibility or accountability. And I think that by, you know, our, I don't know, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's like we're living in this gorgeous environment we have access to beaches that are minutes away and it's it was a way to be able to give back to the community to improve our local environment and also to really get out with people that share the same passions and that spend a few hours a week doing something that you can really feel good about nice so what do you guys do as a trashy girls collective what's kind of the purpose of it um the purpose is really i mean for me like i i think of it more like kind of like beth said like bringing the community together for me mm -hmm. to like show that you know the kind of like if people see what you're doing that then others will follow type thing mm -hmm. because, you know when people see us when we're doing like our beach cleanups People will thank us or ask us how they can get involved and or ask how, like, what they can do to make a difference. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just showing the community that, like, at a small level, like, you can still do big things and, like, make an impact, I think is important because sometimes we have all this stuff 
that's happening in our lives and everybody becomes overwhelmed with the big things and they think that they that like their part doesn't matter but like I think that trashy girls allows like you know the little people like you know like (laughs) like me to like to know that I can go out like if I have like an hour in between something and I can grab a bag and a friend or just a bag and like go (laughs) walk on the beach and like pick up some trash and like you know like I showed people that it's possible to be done I got some fresh air and some sun got a nice tan on yeah and then you know and I cleaned up the environment maybe I saved a fish that day (laughs) you know just it's like for me it's the little things it's like to show that like the little things matter and to be able to take that time sometimes instagram and facebook can be so overwhelming with all of like the amazing things that people are able to capture and do that you almost feel like it's out of your grasp right to participate or to become involved and i I just think Mm -hmm. that like christina said it's it's such an accessible easy thing to do right and it's so community based which i think makes it even more important yeah, and I, I also think that, like, you know, I mean, so, like, what we do is, you know, we do beach cleanups, we do diving cleanups, um, you know, we spread awareness, you know, just, I mean, online, but, you know, like, in day-to-day life, we just spread awareness in general, but um, I feel like it's, you know, especially in the state of, like, social media right now, I feel like it's very polarizing in, like, the way that it's almost like if you're not, like, this perfect human being that does like literally everything perfectly you know like oh god forbid that you use a plastic straw once in your life you know like it's and I just feel like it becomes one of those things where people just get really lost in the fact where you know it doesn't it doesn't take a lot like even if you just change one little thing every single day right like just one tiny thing then that actually amounts to a lot and like so you know we kind of harp on that as far as like you know even like when I'm, you know, when I, I teach my open water students, you know, like I'm introducing them to scuba diving. You know, that's, that's a big part of the conversation is just like, you know, just bringing a reusable water bottle with you. Like just even as simple as that, or, you know, and we, we, you know, all three of us, we always talk about reef safe sunscreen. You know, we, we work closely with stream to sea, which is a really awesome local uh, mineral based sunscreen company uh, that go undergoes. They just went under this like crazy testing that like, I guess is, I don't even know what it's called, but they did this crazy testing where it proves that everything that they say is actually real, <laughs> where like, you know, it's not, they're not like greenwashing. They're not saying like, oh yeah, it's totally reef safe, but it's actually not. Um, mm. So yeah, I don't I don't, I probably got a little off topic on there, but. No such thing as off topic on this podcast. We just oh, ramble. Right. That's all <laughs> we do. <laughs> Perfect. We'll fit right in. The other thing too, if you go down to beaches in Fort Lauderdale, you look around, you're surrounded by hotels, beach chairs, a lot of tourists that just do not have, they don't, just don't care because they don't work here. Right. So like they're here for days, they leave their drinks on the beach and they go home. And yeah. it's, it's cool to go out, to be able to just not glamorous, you grab a bucket, pick up trash and you have scattered throughout the beach residents. And I think it really does make a difference. I think seeing people out, you know, just doing the best they can makes a difference. Yeah. And I mean, even like the way that we do it too, it's like, it's very casual. I mean, we're not all wearing like trashy girls, t-shirts and like, you know, you know, promoting ourselves as whatever. It's like, we literally just, you know, when I, when we first came up with this initially, you know, when I first moved to Florida, you know, like I didn't have a ton of friends at the time. So like I would take my one dog at the time, 
I would take her to the beach and like, we would just walk the beach, even though I wasn't supposed to bring her there. Um, but I would take her. Um, I was going to totally pull, if I did get in trouble, I would have pulled the card like, oh, I just moved here. I don't know. Um, but, so, you know, but her and I would just like, we would, you know, I would throw coconuts on the water and, you know, we would pick up trash as we went. And then eventually, you know, Christina would come with me and we started kind of just doing it the three of us together. And it is, it is really interesting, like seeing the reaction that we get from people um it definitely is like i mean it's the the lack of connection of where you know people don't understand how directly connected they are to like the ocean or even just like the earth in general but i mean like a a quote that i've used before uh with you know people that we did interviews with before was you know so like i'd be out on like a dive boat and you know we'd you know we'd be passing fishermen like just like you know regular recreational fishermen just hanging out on their boat and they're fishing and then they would be, you know, throwing their beer cans and throwing their cigarette butts in the water directly to where they're fishing, you know, like, which I mean, yeah. like, lack of connection, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you're literally throwing trash on the food you're trying to catch, you know, like, and you're not under, you're not seeing that connection whatsoever. And it's like, you know, hopefully through what we do and like what we spread as a message is just like, you have to understand that everything is connected. Like everything is connected, whether, whether you like it or not, it is, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And you guys are, what you're doing is awesome because you can get that domino effect. So like some person might see you guys cleaning up and join in and then another person might see that person later on and be like, oh, what are you doing? And it just gets passed along so easily. It's such an easy thing to share just by word of mouth or just by seeing someone else do it. And I don't know about you guys, but when I see someone else doing something like that, I'm like, oh, that's so easy. I can go do that. Yeah. It makes it very attainable. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I liked what you said earlier about how looking on social media can be a little overwhelming in terms of this because you see all these people that obviously on social media, you're only getting highlights of people, but you're seeing these highlights of, oh, I have never used plastic in my life. I'm fully 100% biodegradable. Everything I use, biodegradable. And you're like, well, now I feel like shit because I accidentally ordered (laughs) Starbucks and got a cup. It's also impossible. And like, and I think that that's like really important because like manufacturers, I mean, like if you have a pet, like it is, I mean, unless they start having like the things they have at Whole Foods or at health food stores where they have the little dispensers where like you dispense your dog food into like a reusable bag, like you don't make your own dog food, Christine. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not have the time. Listen, we used to have four, we're down to two, and they they are monsters. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's an unobtainable thing. You're trying to reach something that you don't even know the logistics of. Yeah, A lot of the pictures are of, like, exotic locations with, like, these, like, clearly, like, amazing photography. And, like, for, it serves its purpose. It is, it's really, it's great way to get that message out but it also i think puts this distance between the day-to-day of what you can do and then looking at a picture of someone in some like remote location but like you know yeah it's just it's a little bit different well and we have friends that like have other dive cleanups that are further south like down in key biscayne and like they do a lot of like it because they they have more mangrove areas and like so we'll go out with them and like they have one that's um, fill a bag and they have poles that are set up on their beaches down in the Miami area and there's buckets that are accessible for people 
to just take on a daily basis, which is really cool too. So like it shows, like and they, they take just, they just started doing that a lot over the sea. Oh, they not, did not fill a bag, but but yeah. another one, but another yeah. So like it's nice because you're kind of seeing it trickle down, um, where it's people are becoming more aware, but at the same time, you, I mean you're also seeing just how blind also people are at the same time <laughs> so it's a little bit hard but I think it's you know it's, what's important is just like you know for us I mean all three of us we're definitely not those people that are gonna start like essentially shaming someone for you know what I mean where it's like we'll you know give you a we'll, we'll give you a suggestion first. but we're not gonna be like I cannot believe that you know I mean, of course, I like, you know, in my mind, in my mind, <laughs> I'm giving people dirty looks at the grocery store for, for using, you know, like 20 plastic bags when there's like a reusable bag sitting right next to them. But, you know, I, I don't say anything. <laughs> well, me and my cousin actually were discussing this today because we she had a little bit of a dilemma. She was in this grocery store and she was buying bananas and she likes to buy organic. And the non-organic bananas had obviously no plastic wrap around them but the organic bananas had this plastic around them that said organic. And she was like, I didn't know which to buy. Cause I usually buy organic, but I didn't want to buy plastic. And yeah. she, uh, she was like, I, I really just kind of froze. Like she yeah, thought about it for a while. Weird, that's a weird dilemma to have. <laughs> and it, it's one of those things that's kind of like, you want to have this sustainable lifestyle, but you can't, you have to compromise sometimes yeah. and you're going to have to either buy not organic or buy the organics, but have the plastic. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I feel like I, I in like my daily life, I like you know, it's just like, well, it's like I probably shouldn't be using this, but I mean, you know, at this given moment, I don't really have a choice, so you know, mm -hmm. like, yeah, I feel like there's constant, but that that is a very specific dilemma. <laughs> it was, and it just so happened that we were talking about that today at dinner, but we uh, are entering right now this very very weird time with Corona and the, the yeah. coronavirus that you're not able to use a lot of the reusable options that you've right. had for. Like I know I tend to, if I'm trying to study or if I'm trying to get work done, sometimes I'll just go sit at a Starbucks and whenever I used to go, I'd bring my own cup. So I avoid that waste. And I remember this was kind of the first time that I realized that like this virus was actually kind of a thing. I like went up to Starbucks and I like passed them my cup and they were like, no, we can't do that. And I was like, what do you mean? And yeah. so like, you ha you're almost for if you want to drink something from there I mean obviously you can make coffee at home but if you're out and want Starbucks you're gonna have to get a plastic cup you, like you have no way around that now so yeah. it's a very interesting time and it's uh especially with all the masks and the gloves and everything yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see how we come back from this yeah it is and then I know um they started allowing us again but to use reusable shopping bags for a little while a lot of stores weren't allowing yeah. us to bring them inside. Yeah. So Kiki had a good alternative that I just kind of went to paper, <laughs> which like isn't as, you know, that's still that's bad, bad too, but at least I can reuse them like at, at home as yeah. garbage bags or like, like my mm -hmm. lunch bags for at least like a couple days they'll stay. But, but yeah, so like, they're also easier to break down than yeah, the plastic yeah. ones. It's but like I a, still guilty but less guilty yeah it's like yeah but it's like you know it's choosing like now we go to the trees yeah 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 it's like you know the amount of resources that are used like to make that brown bag you know yeah. it's like it's actually i mean i don't know if it's better or worse than using a plastic bag it's actually footprint. yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's actually worse carbon footprint wise but no the, what, so christina was saying is that like so what i started doing 
um, when I would go to Trader Joe's to get groceries because they weren't allowing reusable bags at all. Uh, so they like, you know, so they were going through tons of brown, brown paper bags. So I would just have them bag, I would put, have them put everything back in my cart and then I would just bag it myself in my car. Um, I like that. It's you know, a fantastic like, idea. And like the luxury of time is like hard, you know, like it doesn't take that much longer, but I just felt better about it because realistically, like I'm probably not going to reuse those brown paper bags. Like I'm probably just not going to do it, you know, like, so I didn't really see the point. Um, but I mean, that was, that was kind of nice, I guess. But I mean, COVID has really impacted consumer behavior yeah. in a way that is, you know, directly going to increase most majority of people's carbon footprint. Yeah. I mean, having the hesitancy to go to store is resulting in the residential deliveries to skyrocket. So you're seeing like, you know, ordering from Amazon and any, any store that you would normally just go pick up like a Target or whatever the case may be, the services are now being made online and it's really going to have a far reaching impact. Yeah. I really wonder like how much like the emissions have gone up since, you know, since COVID, but also, I mean, the fact that, you know, we're now... I mean, just even, I can't even imagine or fathom the data of all the single-use masks and, you know, gloves and... Corgate for the packaging. Yeah, any any of that stuff. Um, But I think that one, the one saving grace to coronavirus was, when we we directly saw it here in Florida, was that our water, like uh, the ocean... Like when we first started going on dives after being shut down for like two and a half months, because they shut down all the, all the waterways, like they weren't allowing any boat ramps to be open unless you're a commercial fisherman. But so they weren't allowing any dive charters, no recreational boats, nothing like they weren't allowing any of that to go out. And the beaches were closed. And the beaches were closed. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just, it was insane. Like the, you know, the month after that we opened that everything reopened again, as far as like uh, waterways, going on those dives were like unreal. Like it was, I mean, in the three years I've lived here, I've never seen the conditions like it was. It was like such clear water. The amount of life that was just like underwater was just, it was absolutely unreal. Like it, it was turtle mating season. It was turtle mating season, <laughs> which was really nice also. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I mean, the, yeah, the amount of turtle nests that we saw and are still seeing is, you know, just really awesome. I mean, so you know, as much as it is, you know, crappy to see all the waste and everything that's going on because of COVID and also, you know, just personal restrictions and health issues and, you know, all that other stuff. But yeah, I mean, the ocean was just awesome. That's crazy, right? You press pause on it for two and a half yeah. months. Two and a half months. Like if, if that, even that, and just to see how much it rebounds yeah. is, is nuts. I know. I, there's like a part of me that wishes that it would happen, like, or even just a month you know, like every once year. a year. Yeah. Like just imagine what the conditions of, you know, every Everyone waterway. Stay yeah. Every, yeah. Everybody gets to stay inside for, for one month. month. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Again. That would not be good. But <laughs> um, yeah. Lots more babies. Um, but no. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that is, that is cool. But yeah, it really does suck though, because even like on a lot of our dive boats that we use, um, like our dive charters, you know, a lot of them used to have like a, like a big like water jug that you could like refill your reusable water bottle with. And because of coronavirus now it's just like, and it hurts my soul every time that someone pulls, because they, but they have to, you know, like they have to have plastic water bottles on the boat. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, 
<sighs> God, like you just like you just see people drinking them and you're like, oh my God. I mean, I I still I mean I just double up on on yeah. the on the bottles that I bring with me. I mean, my my, my dry bag is literally full of mainly just water <laughs> because I <laughs> to use them, but. You know. it's, it's tough because like locally we're you know like everyone else we're in election year but locally a lot of times on our ballots here you'll see initiatives like green initiatives it's they're important because you know ultimately tourism is the main economic driver here and it's all tied to the natural resources that people come to visit but because of covid i know this is bad obviously public health is very very important <laughs> but um you know a lot of those initiatives have kind of fallen to the wayside yeah but, yeah, then, absolutely. It's kind of taken the backseat, which is hard to see. I mean, it's understandable, but yeah. it's like, wait, the health of the earth matters too. Yeah. Yeah. We had like so, a local um, deliver- food delivery service that's not like a corporation. They started local in like Palm Beach County and they give you, they'll like give you a free delivery if you opt out of plastic silverware from like whatever restaurant that you're ordering from so if you say like i don't need the plastic tonight like you get like a free delivery but so hopefully like people are using that more so than not i mean it's just a couple bucks but still like you know if you're getting food delivered to your house what do you need the plasticware for i mean you end up with just a a drawer of nothingness like you know yeah it's it's like never ending too and then I feel guilty I'm like well I have them either I just throw them out or I get some use out of them but I like I never want to throw them out but then I don't want to use them because then I'm gonna have to throw them out so I'm like well I hate that with these plastic utensils and I can't count the amount of times that I've selected, like, no plastic utensils or, like, no utensils needed. And I get there and I have, like, extra utensils. And I'm like, no. Yeah. That is the opposite of what I wanted. You're like, opposite. No, thank you. Uh, but yeah, it's always like that, that, a similar dilemma where it's like, you know, I, if I order a drink at a bar and it, unless I say, like, no straw, you know, like, it'll automatically come with a straw already inside of it. But there's, like, still, like, mm-hmm. that paper on the top of it to, like, protect whoever from it. And I'm just like, okay, well, it's already in my drink, so I guess I might as well use it. Otherwise, I'm just going to throw it away. This is one thing that I've actually touched on a lot of times on the podcast is, like, when you want to transition to a more sustainable life, it's almost better to, like, use things before you just buy new ones. Like, if you – I use the – toothpaste or toothbrushes and razors a lot it's like yeah it's awesome that you want to use a bamboo toothbrush and these steel razors but if you have 13 cartridges for your plastic razor use them and like get the life out of your toothbrush before you replace it otherwise you're just putting this into the earth sooner than it would have been right I mean that's also I mean like kind of going back to what we were saying about you know about like you know social media and you like you know being a martyr for the cause type thing where it's like well if you already have this stuff it like doesn't make you a bad person just use it you know like so like at least it's not essentially going to double waste you know like if you already have yeah. it use it you know like it's not the end of the world if you like I was like oh like somebody's gonna harp on you about using a, a regular style plastic toothbrush it's like well you might as well use it until you don't need it anymore use it until it can't be used and that's yeah. getting yeah. its life out of it yeah 
And that's kind of like, I think, like, also, like, our idea, like, with Trashy Worlds, like, we want people to be able to, like, come to us and, like, ask us, like, for, like, not necessarily our opinions, but, like, what alternatives that we might use, like, and that's, like, kind of goes off of what Beth said, like, you know, like, if I need something that I can't think of that is sustainable, like, I'll call one of them and be like, hey, like, I need a new one of this because I just ran out, what are you using? Because sometimes, you know, our our Google searches aren't the same. I'm not going to say this word right. Algorithm. They're uh, algorithms. We're out there. But, like, you know, it's, yeah. I just think it's important that, like, you know, people stay open-minded to new people coming forward and being like hey like i really want to know there's, there's new so much, things like, to garbage use. branding too of, yeah like eco or green that doesn't yeah. mean like what you look for in a product should be like longevity yeah i mean just so it, it is it's great to have this sounding board of hey like I just bought this it's actually awesome or hey do not get these these are a waste of yeah yeah everything yeah Absolutely. This is actually a great segue to ask you guys what your all-time favorite eco-friendly swaps are. Like, what are the reusable items that you guys could not live without? Like, one for each of you that you just, your all-time favorite. Mine's huge, and it's like, it's because I'm a huge coffee drinker, and like, this pregnancy has not slowed me down. uh, so I, I like live and die by the Keurig, especially being home now. And I switched to the reusable or the like refillable pods where you can just wash them either on the sink or in the dishwasher. And you just use Oh, them. cool. They're fantastic. I was super skeptical, not going to lie, but <laughs> they work really, really well. And now I'm not dealing with all of those pods. Yeah. It's also che- much cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, Christina wants to go last. Um, I'm trying to think. I what would I not be able to live without? And I feel like I like do this to myself, or like when I'm getting ready in the morning, I'm like, ooh, if I was like making an Instagram video, <laughs> this is what I would say. Uh, <laughs> but ah, uh, something I use every single day. I mean, I mean, I use a reusable water bottle. I feel like that's pretty boring. But sometimes I forget that that's even like a reusable swap because it just like has been so ingrained right. into me yeah. like I just I'm like wait I forgot plastic water bottles existed yeah well yeah no that's absolutely correct um I don't I mean I I don't know I just I feel like not to sound like you know but I I do I use so many things that I think are like a swap that it's it's hard to figure out exactly I, which one both of you are really really good about upcycling clothes oh yeah yeah Yeah. really really good at that yeah um I actually made so last (laughs) (laughs) um last year yeah last year I actually made a I don't know if it was like a new year's resolution or just or just like a rule for myself but last year I made this rule that uh I wouldn't buy any clothing or accessories unless it was directly uh donating to you know some sort of cause um and then I changed it I added on to it this year of where I will not buy anything unless it's either sustainably made uh or I mean but but by that you can do like vintage or used um yeah uh but 
And then also, like, I, I mean, I decided to just, well, I refuse to buy anything brand new unless it's sustainably made and it's donating um, or doing some sort of cause or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I use, I mean, I, I use reusable bags, I use reusable water bottle, I have a steel straw, I have a glass straw. I mean, like, I, I don't know, I feel like I, there's a lot of things that I use. The, um, you know, phasing out of aluminum foil, you use yeah. the wax. Um, I have the the beeswax wraps that I use instead of um, like saran wrap and then I actually just got these new bags uh, that are I feel like it's really hard like so you know we were on the boat yesterday we were we were doing essentially like a like a reef dive thing and like and people were like lobstering on the boat like lobster hunting and so I found these uh like i think they're quart bags or gallon bags or whatever they are but they're reusable but i've had i've had a really hard go of finding them they're actually like affordable um and ones that aren't like total pieces of shit like that are just like okay well i'm really glad that i spent this money on this reusable product but i it's like it's so frustrating to use and also like or it breaks or whatever it is and so it's just like a waste anyway um but i found these new ones i mean they were on amazon so again i don't love using amazon but i use smile amazon so like i'm donating to i think a dolphin uh sanctuary or dolphin project or something right now uh yeah but christina you you go on your thing um i mean well i always have my my water with me in some form and then i always have my coffee in some form with reusable because i make my coffee at home in like a like a Mr. Coffee espresso machine so like it's it doesn't use pods or anything so I didn't really have to change that and my water but I try and get like all of my clothes used unless they're like underwear or wetsuits <laughs> they are not used but um like this year I was originally supposed to like have like a whole bunch of weddings to go to and then COVID but I did have two, which is great because we, the three of us are all similar in size when not pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) So like, yeah. Okay. But, um, but like, so both of the weddings I went to the outfits I got were from Bess. So (laughs) I didn't have to go shopping at all. And then like somebody I don't know, this might be like too much. Somebody lent me their pasties. So oh. like, yeah. You know, that's that's another good alternative. There um there are companies that make reusable pasties now, which I feel kind of, that might be like a little too intimate. But I feel like that's really important because as women, like when you don't wear a bra, you also want to make sure that everything is together. together. Yeah. And, um, but they're so they are making reusable ones that you can wash and that have like a natural stick. That is awesome. I don't know the name of the company, but yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, so look out for those. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite thing with uh, these, like, reusable products is, like, just an important thing to remember, I think, is, like, if you don't, not that if you don't use the plastic version of it, but, like, I, I was fascinated by, like, metal straws for a little while, and then I got a couple and I use them sometimes, but I really didn't use straws enough to warrant them. Right. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. like, I'm like, okay, it's great that I have these, but like, I don't carry them with me because I don't, I don't use yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, like, I try and get use out of them now because I'm like, okay, well, like, I have them. I'm going to use them. But I've been very conscious about that in, like, further um, purchases. Like, with the produce bags, I think these reusable produce bags are amazing. But I haven't bought any for myself because I just will put my produce just in my cart. Like, I don't use bags to keep together. I don't really see the point. Like, waste not want not is, like, really... yes. Yeah, I just don't see the point. It's like, why am I going to put all these limes in a bag when I'm just, like, I don't really understand why I'm putting it in, like, a plastic bag. Yeah. (laughs) It's all kind of going somewhere in my house anyway, so. Well, they have those Exactly. Yeah. Those meshies. Yeah, I have those ones, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't even bother using those, but. I I think the hardest thing, though, about about this whole sustainability and being more eco-conscious is, you know, it's just... I just don't understand, like, why some things have to be so expensive, you know, like, right, it just, like, it doesn't, it just makes sense to me. It's like, okay, well, you're essentially saying that I have to, you know, I have to shell out this much money for me to save the environment when it's like, how many uses do I have to use this for until it actually makes sense financially? Exactly. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, but even like, you know, like I have, you know, I still have, you know, plastic bags that I use at home as far as like food storage, but I actually wash them. Like I hand wash them. And so I reuse them a lot before they actually go in the trash. Um, so, because there's just like some things where it's like, realistically, like if you, that's great if you have the funds to be able to buy tons and tons of, you know, reusable Ziploc bags. Oh, those like silicone ones? Yeah, like the silicone yeah, ones. And, that, and that's great, but they are super expensive, you know, like, so mm-hmm. as long as you can, you know, as, as long as you're like, the whole thing is like, getting a single use you know like so it's like okay if you use that like ziploc baggie 10 times you know it's that's pretty good i feel like yeah Um, oh yeah yeah i have ziploc baggies that i've had before i like when i was in still in high school which (laughs) sounds gross because it's like five (laughs) six years ago but like it was i had bought them like these big freezer bags and we still use them we just like wash them out in between yeah. like obviously like if they're gross and stuff we're like okay yeah you you've done your job move on yeah, yeah but yeah. like we're not gonna buy new ones we just kind of use the ones we right. have and reuse it and i don't feel guilty about that because i currently don't have the funds to go buy these yeah. extra large silicone freezer exactly. bags yes so exactly. it just makes sense to reuse these yeah. No, I mean, like, that's, I, I totally, totally agree on that. It just, it, it doesn't make sense to, like, for you to be sustainable and ego-friendly, like, like, like you can't just be a millionaire. Like, you know, like, you have, yeah. to, you have to make some swaps that are, like, economically sensible. I Absolutely. found a fun alternative for, like, lunches and stuff. Like, um, I... <laughs> One of the things that I carry my chips in is a pencil case. <laughs> yeah, like a super pencil case, and I'll like fill it with like my little like smorgasbords of, of chips and yeah. stuff, and like because one. sometimes you see them and they're like they're like the pencil case is is a dollar. It's like okay, I can spend a dollar on this silicone pencil case or $20 on the silicone Ziploc bag and I'm like that's so true wow so like (laughs) you know like and like sometimes you just have like that stuff lying around the house so like I think that that's important too is like you know when you're like getting rid of stuff like you know like what can you take from your house to make into something new like so my pencil case now carries my potato chips like you know or like my if I'm not going to the grocery store as much my reusable grocery bags are my lunch bag now so like 
you know, I think that that's also important. Like there's so much stuff around the house that like we don't use on a daily basis that could be like used. They repurpose. Yeah. For yes. Else. I absolutely love that that's a, it's a pencil case because if you, think about it, if you think about these like reusable, like uh, these silicone snack bags, they're basically a glorified silicone pencil case. That's all they are. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So why, yeah, like, I mean, if you have the money to spend on it, go ahead. They're awesome bags, but like, use a pencil case, baby. Yeah. Yeah, you can get them for like a quarter at the dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I can afford that, and that's shocking. Coolest lunch ever, too. They'll be like, oh my God, is look that what they, at your is that, they, is that what they say to you? That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, everybody I work with is on microscopes all day. They think anything is cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's not under the microscope at the moment. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> We are water women, and we're spending a lot of time in the water, so it's important to try and find something that you can wear that makes you feel good about its production and how it makes you feel. Finding one of these can be a little difficult. What's this swimsuit made out of? How is it sourced? Why doesn't it fit me right? And most importantly, why the heck can't I order different sizes for the top and the bottoms? This is why Water Women is so excited to be teaming up with Sisterly Swim to share with you their sustainable swimsuits that you can fit comfortably into. This is a family-owned business from sisters who are passionate about the environment and have developed these amazing swimsuits that come in six, yes, six different sizes. And if you don't feel comfortable in those six different sizes, they'll even do custom sizes for you. Yeah, custom sizes. How awesome is that? Each suit is made from fabrics that are 100% derived from fishing nets and carpet fluff that have reached the end of their usable life. Not only that, the packaging, postcards, and tags that you get are all made of 100% compostable materials. If I haven't convinced you yet, how about this exclusive deal only for Water Women listeners? You can get 15% off your entire order when you use the code water sister 15 that's water sister one word one five for 15 percent off your entire order at sisterlyswim.com these are swimsuits that you can feel good about wearing and feel good in water women podcast is so excited to be partnering with caitlin mccall an eco-conscious diver for the launch of the new course a complete introduction to marine conservation Trying to learn more about marine conservation and how to implement it into your own everyday lives can be very overwhelming. There's lots of rabbit holes and misinformation that can be found on Google, but this step-by-step guide from Caitlin is the best place to start and allows you to make marine conservation a part of your life every single day in the easiest way possible. Only six hours of at-your-own-paced online material stand between you and your future of marine conservation. Make sure you use the link in our bio to get the course at a discounted price for a limited time. We can't wait to hear what you do with this.
So how are you guys coping with COVID with this, with Trashy Girls Collective? Like what's changed for you guys and how are you guys kind of handling this? And so, do you think it'll ever kind of be back to normal for you guys? The the funny answer is nothing has changed. We're in Florida. <laughs> uh, True. <laughs> yeah. That, that was my, like, what am I saying for this? Yeah. This answer. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're not as beachy we're not doing we're not we're, yeah we're not as beachy and we're not like you know trying to bring as many people together so like we've been actually doing some like online campaigns where so like we don't only do like environmental stuff but like we do like shark outreach um and like uh so there's this one company that we were working with where what's the name of them? why can't i think of their name right now sorry i'm like totally having a total brain fart respect no Respect the fin. Respect the fin. Yeah. <laughs> respect the fin. Sorry. A lot of people. Um, but yeah, so respect the fin. Um, there it was in Germany. Or was it Shark Allies? No, no, no. No, Shark Allies was my birthday thing. Oh. Year. Yeah. So respect the fin is like, a, you know, accessories, hey. clothing company. Hey. Yeah. Um, and so we did, for the month of August, we did like a online collab where if you uh, you know, on your Instagram stories or on Instagram, if you posted a photo or posted a story of you picking up trash, uh, and then you tagged the both of us, you would get like a special discount code to be used with respect the fin. Um, and so they, and they donate to like shark trusts and like shark conservation, uh, which is really cool. But yeah, I mean, we've definitely, I mean, we've dialed it back as far as like, you know, we don't want huge groups of people on the beach together necessarily, you know, but I mean, but there is also the fact that Florida just doesn't seem to exist in the world of COVID. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we make sure that, like, we, like, our boats are at half capacity, so we're not, like, a full, a full boat of people. So that's, I mean, like, I think when we first did our first beach cleanup, there wasn't that much trash. And then recently, me and Kiki were in the water and Bess was on the beach and what they did like 400 pounds yeah. on the beach, which yeah. was like outrageous because it just goes to show like how much people are out like 400, like six, there was like what, 60 well, pounds. I think, I think part of the problem was that people were, cause some of it was larger pieces. Oh. And people while the beaches were closed were um, improperly dumping. Oh. And I think when we, when they, reopened there was the initial sweep but then when they're finding things like suitcases and like these large pieces of trash i think there were people taking advantage of the situation which i'm sure you find everywhere yeah as a result of covid but but yeah i mean it was pretty nutty i mean we were doing this uh there's this really awesome uh restaurant and bar here in fort lauderdale called uh, the parrot lounge um uh, and they were actually the very first restaurant uh, in Broward County to go completely like plastic free and they got awarded by Surfrider Foundation. Um, I forget the exact award that they got, but the owner, he's just like this really cool dude. And he just, I mean, he's, I guess he himself, he didn't even realize that he was like, he know he doesn't like, he doesn't think of himself as like a hippie or anything like that, but like, but pioneering. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, like he, but you know, he just like, he had this, like, you know, this, kind of epiphany one day and he was like why do we need all this plastic stuff and he's like this is just like ridiculous like why are we you know as a bar like they were right on the beach you know like why would we do that um so we've been working with him and they do a monthly beach cleanup which is really rad um and they supply like cleanup supplies for anybody that wants to participate and they also like get like local sponsors like beer sponsors or like you know like, local surf shops or anything like that but 
when we did, so it was like when it was World Cleanup Day, what was it, a couple weeks ago or whatever. Um, so we did a simultaneous dive cleanup during, while we were also doing a beach cleanup. Um, so on the dive cleanup, we just got like a ton of discarded fishing line, which was like the majority of the trash that we got, like, which we see all the time. Um, it's just like, I can't even imagine how like hundreds and hundreds of feet of fishing line. Um, and I mean, you can just keep going, like you'll, you'll find it on every single dive and like hooks and weights and stuff like that. Um, and then Bess was on the beach doing the cleanup and the group that with Parrot Lounge, they got like four or 500 pounds of trash. Yeah. It was like insane. Like big day. Yeah. Huge day. Big day. <laughs> big day. Um, everyone got beers. Yeah. Everyone got beers. Then. Yeah. Um, but yeah. so days for you guys must feel kind of like good but also disheartening a little bit because you're like yeah it's awesome we cleaned up so much trash but then you're also like why is there so much trash that's 22 of the yeah. rewards so even like yeah. i'm like that i'm doing like a dive briefing of like a cleanup it's like you know it's always like well you know i would love to if we didn't if we didn't find anything that'd be great and so it is always nice when you don't find much but you yeah. know what you do you're like oh yeah i feel good that i you know got all this stuff but it's also really funny like the things that you find <laughs> and you're like <laughs> I found a, a beer can. It was an Anheuser-Busch beer can <laughs> that was from... It was old. It was like old. It was, no, it was like, it was, I think, from like the 60s. Yeah. And it was, and that was recently. And I was like, how long has this been here? Like, this is insane. Like, oh, that was when we about. did the beach, right? I think Were so. We were walking, yeah. But, yeah, I mean... As you know, you're saying this, I'm looking at my wall, and on my wall, I have framed, to always remember it, is... I, a credit card that I found washed up on the beach, and I'm gonna look at the exact date. Uh, expired in 1958. What? So they had it prior to that, and you can still read the name, the number, everything. 1958. Yeah, I would have. I would have framed it. What um, company is it? What is a good question? It was. It's an American one, I believe. Yeah, because it says this cart is honored by uh, USA, Alaska, and Hawaii. So it's like a esomatic inter international credit card. So it's, oh, it says international, but it's only honored uh, in USA, Alaska, and Hawaii. So, that's so cool. Mind you, I live in Canada. Yeah. yeah. So that was an interesting, and I have it framed or like up on my wall to always remember that like every piece of plastic is forever. Yeah, yeah. It, it belongs to an LG and an MH Smith. So if they're listening, uh, I have your credit card. Oh, use it yet. Credit card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so here, the local local governments do a really good job with um, keeping the beaches relatively clean. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it gets ahead of them, like for the big pieces. You're not going to find all the time, like yeah, styrofoam cups or something a lot like of that. the times it's the little microplastics That's where what we're like, what is say, what did yeah. this come from? The amount of microplastic that you see on our beaches is crazy. It really is. Like, you're like, did this come from like a shattered like child's cup or like what? Also, sometimes it's we can like put together a whole outfit, like well, at least one shoe, a sock, shirt, toothbrush. You know, sometimes we got like tampons on. Like, it's crazy some of the stuff that you find if you look for oh, it. Yeah. Like, you know, my favorite pair of sunglasses I have came from a dive where I found them at the bottom and cleaned them off, and they were Oakleys. Yeah. And I was like, these are mine now. That's a solid one. Yeah. yeah. Most of our dive weights. Yeah. Oh, whenever <laughs> we're in dive weights under the water, I'm like, I'm rich. Because, <laughs> you know, like, but I will say that, like, the one thing 
with our beach cleanups in the in Parrot Lounge that like we are working with since COVID is that like they have an area because they have like their outside sidewalk and stuff and they have um, their specific area roped off or like kind of sectioned off. And in order to like enter, like you have to have like a mask or a buff yeah. on in order to like come and collect your stuff and like check your your gear and stuff. And um, I will say I haven't seen that many like reusable masks in the water. I see them a lot in parking lots. Like people like just must rip them off their face and yeah. then they're just like, hey, I'm out. And you they just like throw it on. Ones? Yeah, the single oh, use yeah. one. Did I say reusable? You said reusable. The single use, the, like the yeah, blue, like the blue surgical ones. Yeah, but um, it is gonna be it's gonna be weird for the next coming years. Like I feel like those are gonna be a big part of uh, garbage cleanups. Yeah, even in years after people. we've kind of like stopped wearing them, like they're just gonna be always kind of found. Yeah, yeah, it's good. it's our new, you know, and the and the plastic gloves and like you know you were you know you always kind of hope that you don't have something new, but you know, I mean, like since like the plastic industry started, like there, there's always, everybody always wants something plastic because it's cheaper. Really it's, funny they make up. it faster. I don't know. There's but. a really funny beef episode where she is so big plastic, like big pharma. Yeah. So she's lobbying to get, or she's working with the cornstarch lobbyist group. Ooh, and so she's what? pushing a bill to follow the cornstarch, um, like plasticware, like silverware. Yeah. But then the big plastic lobbyist steps in and <laughs> kills the bill. It was hilarious. It's very sad because I'm sure that's very true. Yeah. That happens all the time. Well, yeah, that's another thing. You know, I mean, it's just... It's just really important to just be, like, mindful of what you're using and, like, you know, kind of, like, what we talked about. Like, if you already have something, like, there's not a reason you don't don't go out and buy something that's reusable just because you want people to see that, like, you're using something that's reusable. Like, if you have it already, like, get, get the use out of those first because that's really important, too, you know? Like, you don't want to keep wasting things that are clean I, I mean like <laughs> that still have use left in them yeah yeah yes, yes 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 yeah use them up and get them get them get the use out of them and then get rid of them and then replace them with something that can be reused right it's you know it's not like yes our world needs to happen an immediate change but like you don't need to like have that immediate change if you still have things to use because otherwise like like I'm sure, I don't know, but I'm sure that Bess used all of her her Keurig cups before. Oh, absolutely. She, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? She wasn't like, oh, I'm trying to last drop. I now have my reusable fill ones. I'm just going to throw these away. I was away. super skeptical of this, yeah. So I waited until I was completely out. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes it takes me a little while to get to the point of my sentence. That's okay. Um... Oh, I had a thought and it's gone. Um, um, it's kind of like this, we need to be living in a perfect world, but we're never going to get there. Like we're never going to have like that ideal world. And it's more important to have lots of people doing something imperfectly than it is to have yeah. very few people doing it absolutely perfectly. No mistakes. Like yeah, each little thing, like you guys were saying earlier on, 
each little thing does actually make a difference. And it's nice to kind of be reminded of that sometimes. And it's hard too now. I mean, with like the political environment going on, it's extremely polarizing. You feel like it's just all too overwhelming. So you kind of just take a step back. And I think with this, it's, it's just a reminder, uh, every person has the ability and really responsibility to do what they can to make a difference, no matter how small. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love it. So if people wanted to get involved with Trashy Girls Collective or follow along with you guys, how can they get involved and where can they find you guys on social medias? Um, so we're on Instagram. We're a Trashy Girls Collective. And it's a, it's a common question that we get uh, that, yes, yes, men are allowed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a very common question that, you know, people are like, oh, can I bring my boyfriend? And I'm like, yes, it's just because three girls started it. We don't, you can bring your dog. We don't, like, we don't care what you affiliate yourself with. We don't, we don't really care. Just like anybody, if you have hands, then yes. Like, and I even, you know, whatever. That's fine. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're on, we're on Instagram. We're also on Facebook, uh, Trashy Girls Collective. Uh, and then if you want to send us an email for some reason, it's trashygirlscollective at gmail.com. Um We've been thinking about making like so we've actually been thinking about going uh, like nonprofit. So once we do that, it'll be kind of like a different thing. Um, and we've also you know like we've we've held off from doing any like accessories, apparel, or stickers just because you know I feel like it's, it's so hard not to not to like talk shit on other people, but like. I love I just, a good sticker, so don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, I mean, I, I, love, I, love, I love stickers, too. But, like, it's just, I don't know. It's like, you know, you're you're claiming that you're... You're, you're promoting no plastic, and then you don't want to, like, have... That was a big dilemma, so we just launched yeah. Water Room and Stickers, and I was like, why am I launching stickers, which are, like, vinyl, which are, like, awesome, not awesome for the environment? Why am I launching that? But then I looked into it, and I, you can find some good eco-friendly options, yeah. which is yeah. awesome, but it's also, like... It's, it's a dilemma. You have that moral dilemma again of like, we're promoting this no plastic lifestyle or yeah. clean lifestyle. We can't consciously launch merch right. while doing that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, and like, that's why we've held off on doing it. But I mean, we definitely have designs that we want to put out on like shirts and tank tops and hats and stuff like that. But it's, you know, it's cost versus you know like we're obviously not trying to make really any money off of it it's just more of a you know but it has to be sustainable like it has to be you know we can't just be like let's get for the best deal let's get 500 of these hats that are like you know that are really not environmentally friendly whatsoever um so yeah we're 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 gearing towards that we're working on it but you know at the same time it's like well i mean word of mouth has been working for okay for us so far so i mean we're you know, okay <laughs> Now, what I think is awesome about you guys is that you don't have to be located in Florida to, uh, quote unquote, work with you or do what you guys are doing. You, This is something that can be done absolutely worldwide. Yeah, for sure. So that is awesome. And if you guys do do some beach cleanups, go take pictures, tag Trashy Girl Collective, share it with them, share it with us, tag Water Woman. We'd love to see it. Yeah, for sure. That would be awesome. Now, do you guys have any personal social medias that you guys wanted to share if people wanted to follow along with you guys individually? Well, Bess doesn't really use, like, social media. <laughs> <laughs> Bess I, on the internet and types WW. I am, like, one of those people that 
to get a cell phone. So if I could, I would still have my Nokia one while you could play Snake on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, I have, I guess my, my personal Instagram is Kiki Go Scuba, and it's a lot of, you know, scuba diving stuff. So, I mean, it's a lot of people that seem to get their adventure quenched with looking at my photos, but it's always that thing where it's like, you know, I have friends that, because I used to live in New York for a long time in Brooklyn, and, you know, they're like, oh my God, you're living the dream, like, so crazy that you dive every single day, and like, you pretty much live underwater, and I was like, that is absolutely not true, like, <laughs> at all. Like, I actually run a dive shop, and I'm actually not in the water that often, but, you know, that's a, that, that's social media for you. It's like, it makes my life look like, you know, I'm living like the absolute scuba dream of where I'm like, you know, I surf to work every day. And like, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) which is not true, but I wouldn't um, work. You wouldn't make it to work. You'd wipe out. (laughs) (laughs) I'd bail real fast. Uh, And then Christina has a, her personal Instagram, which is, uh, yeah, yeah. She, so she has two, but she only uses one that she likes to kind of give out. But (laughs) let's hear it. It's KG Kicks Rocks with periods in between. It's KG period kicks period rocks because I'm a geoscience major. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so (laughs) So I try and like do like more of like the trashy girl stuff on there or like, you know, I went to this really cool, um, called the little grand canyon in georgia for labor day weekend which was really cool and oh yeah so christina oh, hasn't mentioned yeah, yeah she hasn't mentioned that, that very something very cool that christina does is she uh works with dive heart which is uh yes dive heart we love dive heart on the podcast i love dive heart it is like my favorite thing to do it's just it's amazing because you get to people that you know either used to dive and can't anymore or that never thought they would be able to do something like that and you know I like there's this one lady who's awesome Linda like you know I I drive her and she she lobsters and she is an amazing lobsterist I go home with lobsters every time that I dive with her and like but it's just like it's one it's an organization that just like really warms my heart that's why I I don't know what else to say about it I love that no it's an amazing organization we've had um someone on a couple episodes ago Rachel Crane was uh, talking about it and she it's so heartwarming to hear but she's telling some stories and it is just like it's beautiful. It really is. So I think yeah. that is awesome that you guys, that you do that. that yeah. so cool. I think that sometimes the, the little critters know too, because we were down in the Keys and this nurse shark just like, I almost, I'm not a crier, but like I had, I had one, <laughs> one tear pop into my eye and this nurse shark just like laid in front of one of the girls so that like we could get a photo with her and she, and the nurse shark just stayed there and then we swam off and then the nurse shark swam off too. So like, it was cool seeing like the, you know, because, and also since it was a shark, you know, you hear all these bad things, but like, you know, we're in the waters, like we did a shark dive with wasn't affiliated officially with dive heart but we had some dive heart divers on that 
arc dive with us. So it's just really cool experiences that you can have. And like, and it also goes to show that like anybody can like make a difference or like show other people like what you can actually like do in this world. And like, that's kind of like what Trashy Girls is like here for. I love that. It's a good thing to support. Well, thank you guys so, so much for joining me on the podcast today. It was absolutely awesome to have you guys on and get to know you and learn all about Trashy Girls Collective. And I can't wait to go do my own beach cleanup and follow along with you guys and see where you guys go. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.